All right, yeah, I'm here. What up? What's good? I was, I don't know why I was like, kept like taking me somewhere else, but I'm just like, well, what the hell is going on? Why can't I connect? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, so good. You're good. here. Hey, what up, y'all? I'm D'Angelo. Good. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of. You're supposed the- to tell them what your name was. Well, I was going to get to that afterward. I mean, I can't oh, shit. my jokers. <laughs> like, dang. Well, I was all anxious. Okay, y'all. Yeah, so y'all know who that I am. guys. You know, the Angelo was going <laughs> on one today. Oh, no. This is a lot to talk about, man. I'm anxious. Yeah, so, I mean, welcome back, guys. From the Plantation to the Station podcast. I'm Todd. Yeah, again, I'm. And you well, know, welcome back for another week. So yes, yes. <sighs> I'm excited. I'm 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 a little more calm <laughs> uh, after a few days, but um, yeah, I'm 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 ready to you know unpack some things. How you feeling? I'm great. You know, I got up this the beginning of this week, and I was like, you know, I told God, I was like, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a great week. And thus far, yeah. it's Claim the yeah, week. Yeah, like it's been great. Like I haven't had any complaints, you know. So mm. I've been doing everything I've been needing to do. I've been like checking off my list each day, making sure I'm getting everything done. You know, I got a birthday coming up. So Okay, okay. Wait, when is that? September 10th. So yeah, that's what sign is that? Virgo season. You know we're in Virgo season. Uh, okay. I'm learning. That's why I'll be asking people. Virgo season right now. <laughs> you already know. So that's what's up. That, but I mean, with everything going on, it's always good to wind down. You know, when I'm when we doing a show, you know, I always try to get me a little drink going. So today I call myself. I don't really know if this is a cocktail. I don't think you would know better than I do. Basically, all I did mm. was take some pink lemonade and pour some um, Jack Daniels in it and mix that together. And I was like, okay, this kind of good. <laughs> so it's was, called a mixed drink. That's what oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. So it's probably some fancy name when they throw in something else oh, extra. Okay. But so, that sounds nice. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, I'm sipping some. Um, I made a Washington apple. I forgot to dish my drink back in. I love a Manhattan. I probably said that on one episode, but uh, is whiskey, mm-hmm. um, preferably Crown Royal, but it has like sour apple snaps and cranberry juice, and of course it's garnished with a slice of apple. But it's so um, I don't know. Like I'm really I love dark liquor, mm-hmm. but I love when I can have it light for the summer in some type of way. So you know, it's still. Um, Appropriate for the season. Wait, so what's the name of this drink? Because I might order this shit. Washington Apple. If you go to a bar where real bartenders, they're not making real bartenders. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you can't go to Applebee's. They be like, I gotta look in the book. Oh, like, nah, shit. sis, never mind. No, I don't even. Know. I don't <laughs> they don't even know if they to, need to stir it or shake it. No damn um, Applebee's no more. But ugh. oh, I fucks with it mm-hmm. still. I mean, I go to my little spots. Like, I went to this Cuban spot. Uh, like two weeks ago, paid twenty dollars for that plate. But when I tell you that food was great, yeah. cocktails was on point. And if you're familiar with Jersey, there's a lot of um nice restaurants that it's like BYOB. Mm-hmm. So we brought in mine. Yeah, Montclair, like a yeah, bar. that's exactly where we was yeah. at in Montclair. And um, we brought um 
wine, thinking it was just that. We like, no, nah, let's get a sangria. And then the waiter came, he popped our wine open and put the whole bottle in the sangria. Right. We like, oh That's shit. What they man. do out there, I love going out too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was nice. It was nice. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to get right into our signature segment: relax, relate, and release. How are we going to do so this? You this can time? go it's first because I feel like the last two times I've been going first. So okay, you can go first if you like. Yeah, that's actually a good idea <laughs> because mine is very broad and a little heavy. Um, so my relax, relate, release this week is about. Um, self-care and I had a very rough I don't want to say week just past few days Um, and that's just been with personal things with my family which is not here I'm I'm really really getting homesick I've been away from them um, for about six months or so now and that used to not be a big thing for me but now you know especially with my grandparents getting older it's like I get nervous and when I talk to them they're like oh I just got out of the hospital for this and I'm feeling that way and not saying that I'm anticipating anything but I don't want to miss anything so I just was in my bag this week like oh my god like I just miss going to my aunties or you know going to my cousins and chilling on the porch drinking a 40 real quick or just I'm that type of family member I'm (laughs) I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm you might catch me drinking a 40 one day and rose the next. Hey. But um I just miss being around um I'm used to because it's been about 10 or 12 years that I haven't lived in the same place of where I'm from, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean I've been there off and on or whatever, but for the most part, I'm used to it. My family's used to me being away. So when I'm there, you know, I try to make the most of it. But recently I've just been really um, yearning to be around family and like I'll call when they're having a bar- barbecue and stuff and be feeling like I'll be trying not to show it and they like oh hey D and they passing the phone like I'm in the j- in jail or some shit mm-hmm. like D'Angelo on the phone like <laughs> everybody and I'm talking to my second cousin and my a great aunt and whatever but you know that was affecting me my job was fucking up my check mm. um, I had some shit going on at the crib like it was just so much stuff not to mention what's going on in just society right now. I'm not going to go too far into it, but I'm really feeling some way when it comes to just race um, and just watching all this stuff of, of the uh, black men still just being killed. And the fact that the, the, the police officers who killed, killed uh, Breonna Taylor are still out here. I don't care if they're uh, working or not. They're not arrested. But y'all locking my people up for a nickel bag of weed. So that tells you where the fuck we live in, what country Mm -hmm. we live in. And just I had to get off of social media and not watch the news. After I get my weather report, I have to get out because it just um, weighs in. On, on me so much it, it's, it's really heavy so again my I had to relax and relate to just being um, healthy for myself because I wanted to also add when people say anxiety people use the words anxiety bipolar and OCD and they just put it throw it around like it's nothing but it's a serious thing I'm not saying that I have all of those but I will personally just share with who's ever whomever is listening Anxiety is a real thing. So when people who ex- experience anxiety, anxiety is a 
physical and mental thing. So when something makes you nervous, imagine having butterflies, like you're going on stage to perform, but you feel this feeling in the pit of your stomach, your head is spinning, your heart is pumping, like you just was running. It doesn't look like it, but these things are happening to your body physically, and then it prevents you from doing what you need to do. So some people have anxiety in driving or being in social groups or speaking publicly or whatever. So I, I say that just to say that I understand and it's something that I suffer with. And I also sympathize with people where it's a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to just relax and relate to the fact that this is real. I'm human. I'm not who you are. You are not who I am. But I need to take care of who, who I am for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like we come from different backgrounds, different, um, all types of different things. We do different things. We think differently, work differently. So I can't say because you don't understand or you don't feel this way that I'm wrong. So today specifically, even before recording, I was grateful to be able to um, have a friend um, who was going through something and she actually asked me to accompany her to handle some personal things. And in turn, she's like, well, let's just go have lunch. And then we had lunch and we ended up in Montclair again. It's this garden that's there. And it was apparently owned from, um, this family, this very wealthy family back in the day, and their wishes were to t- turn their property into a public garden. So it's not even a park. Dogs are not allowed. There are different plants everywhere, benches, shade. It's very quiet. It's so serene. And it just put me in such a different space. And I'm so grateful to her and I'm grateful to the opportunity. But I say that to say that there are different things that we can do um, when you have to relax relate and release to whatever situation you're going through, whatever issue, um, there are people around you that can bless you and, and kind of take you out of that dark place. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to end my relax, relate, release with just this quote from Tori, uh, Tony Morrison. Mm-hmm. And it says, at some point in life, the world's beauty becomes enough. Again, at some point in life, the world's beauty becomes enough. And that's what I just experienced, where you forget about the, maje- the majesty that this world has, whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, the trees, the birds, the things that, I mean, your pets, the uh, children, just happy moments and everything. That's just life. Mm-hmm. And there's beauty in life. And if you you know, lean on that a little bit more or use that to kind of pull you out. Use the people that are around you that you love and that love you um, because we're all human and we're going through the same thing, but different things. But, you know, we're here to live in harmony and help one another. So I was I'm I'm grateful that I was able to get myself together to be able to speak to you guys because I feel like I am somewhat of a vessel um to be able to relay some things mm-hmm. and um yeah that's my relax relate release just to piggyback on that i think you know it's so funny that you said this beauty you know in earth the world itself because i literally just went hiking like you know not too long ago and mm-hmm. it was just very relaxing you know seeing nature just hearing nothing but peace and quiet 
I mean, it is, you're right, it's a beautiful thing. And the fact that, you know, I am from up north and in the city, when you come here and you see these different things, different yeah. parts of, like, the world, it's just like, damn, I really was missing out on this. Like, and it was a lot yeah. of other people out there doing the same thing. Black people, a lot of black people, too, shockingly. I mean, I was surprised. Maybe it's because I've just never seen black people really hike like that. But mm-hmm. it was it was just beautiful. And then when we got to the top of the mountain and just seeing like the the green all over and the blue sky. Yeah. Like it's beautiful. Yeah, that shit was beautiful. So I mean, yeah, you're right. It's very calm and it's very relaxing. I recommend anybody go and do that sometimes just to get away and just like, you know, clear your mind. It's very, very, very important. But yes, yeah. I agree. Um, my relax relate release is not as heavy as uh, Deandra's, <laughs> y'all. Um, I just, you know, I'm very short tempered, and with my little part time job, I had an issue with they got a new manager, and this bitch, she just, she she don't know nothing. And I mean, yeah, I try to be sympathetic because you're new to the company, but it's just mm. like right now, my relax relate release is just managers not knowing policies like bitch if anything oh. i thought that would have been the first thing you learn because you go through a training and you have to learn the, the, the company's policies right but i was about to say any employee let alone exactly. you exactly so she basically came in the door and she's trying to like you know really implement the policies and stuff like that so she gives me a phone call on my day off from that job Telling me like, oh, basically, long story short, this chance saying that she, I, she had to let me go, basically fire me, because of my availability, and I was just like, and, she, and this was part time, yes, and she was just like, oh, because of your availability, I just, um, you know, I lost another team member who, mind you, me and that team member does not have the same title, so I was just trying to figure that part out, and I was just like, well, what? What does that have to do with me? Like, we're not even on mm-hmm. the same, we're not on the same pay rate. We're, we're not even in the same position. And she was like, yeah, well, I just need to have more people doing, you know, such and such. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So I was like, can I have the number? Can I have your boss's number? Because I don't think that you understand. I've been working here a lot longer than you. And I, I, I've never heard what you're talking about. So then mm. she then hit me with the, oh, I can't give you his number, but I can give you HR's number and blah, blah, blah. But she's like, but I'm going to let you know he's going to back me up, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I don't need your yes. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, well, we'll see when I speak to him what will happen. Yeah. And she's like, oh, have a great day. I was like, you have a, gr- a wonderful day. So oh, not shit. even 15 minutes after that, D'Angelo, she calls me back and was like, hey, um, I just really want to apologize for our conversation earlier. You know, I'm still oh, new to the company. Um, and I just did, I just spoke with my boss and I didn't know that you can't terminate P, um, someone based off their availability. And I was oh, like, uh, see, do your research. Exactly. Sis. I'm sitting up here telling you girl, like what? I was like, what the fuck? But this shit, that shit just blew me. Cause I was just like, yo, oh, wow. you really called me on my day off. Thinking you was top a, of that, uh, yeah. yeah, thinking you was about to do some shit. And then on top of that, you mean to tell me you couldn't wait for me to come in to have this conversation with me? Like, 
It's never mm. that fucking deep. Like, and you made yourself yeah. look really fucking stupid afterwards. Right. Like, ooh, she was salty. Right. She had the shitty boo boo face. Really <laughs> stupid. So yeah, that uh, that 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 kind of pissed me off. But then at the same time, I had got to like, you know, I said my piece, and afterwards I was able to just relax because, bitch, you were wrong. Like, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. you were fucking wrong. And that 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 was that. But wow, yeah. Just make sure my my one thing, a piece of advice to anybody, because this could go anywhere, but all types of work. Just make sure that you read your handbook, your employee policies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like what you sign, yeah, what you sign. Because guess what? People will try to run over you. They will think that you're stupid and that you don't know yeah. certain shit when you actually do and you know more than them. You have to know your rights. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So just make sure you know so that motherfucker step to you about some shit. No, you're going to step back with the no, bitch. This is not right. And I would have did exactly what you did. Like either it's your superior or HR because I don't know who you think you're dealing with, who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Like HR, my job, they know me to the point where I know they're tired of me, but they know at the same time I'd be bringing up legitimate shit. Like when y'all took 10 hours of my fucking paycheck recently like oh we don't know how this happened now had i not checked y'all weren't gonna say nothing you know what i mean like that's a real thing like whatever job y'all in like just know you but yeah, signed up for they, wouldn't that be payroll though like hr yeah y'all but see that's the thing with payroll like there's so many different um things now like we they're they're, they're using different technology and holding you responsible for this is non-salary, okay? I'm going to keep it real. When you're not on salary and you're still hourly, there are some companies where you may be earning just as much, if not more, in salary, but they have these um, this software where instead of you just clocking in and there's payroll taking care of everything, they want you to put make sure that your hours are okay. And then the manager, even they, it's not even visible to them. Mm. It's so Next. weird. And it's like, you have to approve your sheets. And then I'm like, so what are y'all doing? What is payroll there for? Am I handling my own shit? Like, what are y'all getting paid to do? Just to say like, oh yeah, you're right. We agree. No, I told, I said this on the episode before. I wish it was just on some clock the fuck in, clock the fuck out. That's it. That's it. And y'all handle it. I didn't lie. Y'all see me here. What is, it's, it's too much. It's a lot. People getting lazy. That's why they want yeah. people to do your job for you. Shit is crazy. But we have two different um, uh, interesting topics that we wanted to discuss. And that kind of relates uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two topics are just being like mm-hmm. overlooked in the workplace and also work ethics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. That do relate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same shit. Um, I don't know. How are we going to do this? What do we want to dig into first? Um, let's just dig into being look, looked over at work. Um, I'm sure anybody who works a job and is listening have definitely probably felt like this unless mm-hmm. you just had a perfect work experience and every time you put in that work, they always was like, hey, yeah, we you're doing a great job. We about to promote you. But you know, when I say being looked over at work, it doesn't necessarily always mean a promotion because, yes, definitely that's what we are at work for. We want to get paid more money. But it's it's in so many other things, too. So, I mean, 
I've been in jobs where, you know, I bust my ass, bust my ass, come into work on time. I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing and more going above and beyond. That shit is never noticed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially when it's come time to be promoted and looking for that next step is always something you aren't doing this enough or we need more of that or you don't have that type of experience. And I'm just like, well, damn. How am I ever supposed to get that experience if you don't let me go to the next level? I'm already exactly. excelled in this level and this role. I'm ready for the next step. Yeah. So, I mean, even just like before you even get to that, I just feel like a lot of employers need to have training sessions with their managers and directors, letting them know, like, y'all need to even be acknowledging people when they're doing a great job when it's not even doing promotion season. Just like, you know, yes. Doing, oh, period. Yes, yeah, that's the you, most important yeah, time to do it. You're doing a going above and beyond on a daily, weekly basis. Those things may not yeah. need to be acknowledged. It may not every day, but like out of the month. Like I remember, I know I don't know why a lot of companies stopped doing employee of the month or star of the week or whatever the fuck they used to do. Like I think those things were great because guess what? It gives people things to look forward to. Like. I'm yeah. going to work extra hard. And not to say like, oh, you should just be working hard because you want that. But in some ways, yeah, that's what's going to help your employees do an even better phenomenal job. Exactly. Like, it's motivation. Exactly. Like people come to work and they do a great job because they have something that motivates them. Motivate me towards something more than just the money. Like, right. Because at the end of the day, you mentioned before, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Charles, but. You you mentioned when we were speaking um, before at one time, like it's motivating me to make your company better. Yeah. Like, of course, you're paying me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're all here to make this company greater than what it is. But without me, where the fuck are you going to be? Exactly. So even going to your manager, like who who made that mistake. It was like, sis, you this quick to let me go and you don't even acknowledge what I have contributed to this company but you thought just because I wasn't available to fill a spot like that says a lot about how you're managing your department exactly and I've been there way longer than her way longer than her no more people than her and but and pretty sure can do the job way better than her she tried okay and that's probably why she felt threatened (laughs) yeah so I just feel like that to me I got that's crazy I'm good glad that you put it together like that because yeah it's just me and you not acknowledging that and honestly Mm -hmm. i think she called back so quickly because if that had gotten to hr and then to her boss he would have been looking at her like she was crazy and she would have got in trouble because that is not that's not how you treat your employees that's just not do that like i just feel like you know all the time these companies they forget like how you said this is a 50 50 thing you're paying me and I'm providing mm-hmm. the work for you to be able to be successful in the market. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I'm giving you, as the employer, you should be trying to make your employees feel comfortable mm-hmm. and feel comfortable and appreciated at being in your company. So just to throw out a few examples, this past week, believe it or not, my manager um, pulled our leadership team aside and asked us to meet um, her and uh, another manager um, in the training room. So we like, I mean, it's sad that when we got to be pulled aside, we like, oh shit, right. what is this? You know, we thinking it's something negative. And we go in there and there's muffins and fruit. And she's just like, yo, you know, I just wanted to tell you guys, like, I just really appreciate 
how you've been dedicated. I know a lot of shit has been changing with COVID and the company is changing, but I just really appreciate your hard, hard work. And just that gesture was some people could take that and be like muffins and what? Like, you know what I mean? But we, most of us, all of us actually took, it was only like five of us, but we took that like, thank you. And then it also opened a door for us to have a real conversation where it was kind of like off the record, but we're still at the workplace. So we didn't get too, you know, in depth, but she asked like, you know, so how do you feel about what's happening and what's going on or how can we improve things? And so we kept it real, but it was just a gesture of saying how you appreciate it and just, you know, giving us just muffins and shit, because honestly, I literally was hungry as fuck. And I was just like, damn, I don't feel like getting a bagel. I'm going to wait till lunch. And then she hit us with that. I was good. You know what I mean? But you you don't realize like how little things can affect your um, employees. It was one point where my, our, I think you were there one time where we worked at the same time um, where the CEO sent in a marching band and gave us ice cream and shit. It was literally a full marching band. And some people, again, was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, give me a raise. I don't care about this. But they ate ice cream. But y'all was in there eating ice cream and shit. I took it and like, I understood. You know what I mean? I get it. Like, yeah, don't try to finesse me. But at the same time, it was good to feel like not just my manager, but the CEO of this whole fucking company was a part of this and set that up. And that made me look at the company itself like I could trust you. Today, things are a little different, but <laughs> that is an example <laughs> of just how you can encourage people and not overlook them and just acknowledge them for their work. And don't just say like, oh, you did a good job. Say specifically like, hey, what you did today was good. Like, I like how you handled the situation and maybe you can help other um, managers do this or help the other employees or let me know if you have any other suggestions. Things like that, those conversations and those interactions, they really do mean something. I agree. All of that, I agree with. And I think sometimes we look at it as we like, oh, like, I just want more money. Some people do. But you have to think about it. You could get more money and if the company... Or whatever you're working for is not doing these other things to make your day more, I guess, pleasant, make it more fun. It's literally going to just be like you're going to a job, you're making money, and then you're going home. Like, for me, I like when they have little events and stuff like that doing at work because guess what? I'm not sitting at my desk all day. Or I'm not... Right. It's a bit of relief. Yeah, or like when you do shit like that, that's saving money in my pocket. I don't got to go and buy food. Like, they're literally helping me... And, you know, these other small ways. And in a way, that is kind of like more money in your pocket. Because, look, sis, you don't have to go and buy none of the food. You don't have to go to Subway. You don't got to go to McDonald's, Wendy's, or whatever you mm-hmm. want. Guess what? That little 5 6 $7 that you would have spent at Wendy's, that go right back in your pocket. So I just Word. think we need Word. to be a little bit more humble sometimes, too, when it comes to things. Because it's not That's just true. being money, 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 money. Yeah, we all want money. We need it. Yeah. But the world... It doesn't like revolve around money as much as y'all may think it does. But like even with now everything going on, some people don't have shit. They don't have a job. They're not getting money no more. And guess what? Some of them are completely fine with that because guess what? They got their peace of mind. They doing shit that they never got exactly. to do before. They're enjoying spending time with exactly. their family, spending time with their family, raising their kids, raising their kids, spending time with themselves, and that's great to them. 
So, you know, mm. I just really wanted to talk about that because I feel like that's been an issue that's been going on in the workplace for who knows how long. And you know what? I actually, I'm not done because we also... <laughs> Go <laughs> no, ahead, I'm Tosh. Not done because I wanted to talk about other things too because I feel like me and D'Angelo, we get on here, we talk about, you know, our environment, our environment, and just like being around the office and stuff like that. When there's so many other industries who also yeah. this affects too, like... My mom is a nurse and, you know, she tells me all the time how like, you know, the C, I think they call CNAs, but they work extremely hard all the time. You know, they clean them up. Yeah, I get it confused. Is it like certified nurse assistant and then you have the registered yeah. nurse? That's the yeah, RN. Yeah, and the LPN, mm. the licensed practical nurse, which is like before you Woo. become an RN. But, um, okay. yeah, so like those, that when you're on a CNA level, like, you're doing the dirty work. Like, you're doing, mm-hmm. you cleaning up after the patient. You, they shitting on themselves. You cleaning that up. You on themselves. You washing them up, all of this other stuff. And, you Ugh. know, yeah, I mean, we look at it like, Ugh, but like, you know, they're really taking care of Oh, you yeah. Know, they no, really taking right. care of people. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes my mom say, like, you know, there would be nurses who would just be like, you know, if the CNA isn't there or wasn't around, they would literally leave the patient there. And wait till the CNA to comes, and I'm just like, wow! Oh, absolutely. You think that you're yes. just so above doing that that you 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 don't do it? Like at the end of the day, this is a human being that needs help, needs your help, mm-hmm. and like you're gonna just sit there and just be like, okay, well, when the other girl comes in, she'll do it. Like it's just shit like that. Yep. But then she comes. To the- they treat it like they work in exactly. And then <laughs> basically, and that's fucking terrible. But then she was told me like there would be nurses who were very like hands on, who were very like much interactive and help out. And you know, if the CNA needed help, they would step in and help and be like, you know, I appreciate what you do. You know what I'm saying? You make my job a little easier. When I come in, I don't have to do certain things because it's already done because you were there. I appreciate that. I appreciate you for that. Right. Right. So it's just stuff like that that I just. You know, and if I could just add to that, um, because it's just I'm I'm I have to add because I've experienced this. And if you heard it before, it might be a repeat, but I've been a patient in a hospital. Um, I've been in several and it sounds crazy, but it really was several car accidents. I was hit by a car. I was. Mm. And all the times I was in a passenger in a car and I was injured, I've had surgeries and um, this is all before 25. Mm. So I've experienced being like a patient in a hospital and watching nurses and doctors. And you don't realize that there's a doctor for this. There's a doctor for that. There's a nurse for this. There's an assistant for that. It's all these different people you're dealing with. And then when I got older, I dealt with my um, mom who was sick. And I had to be her aide. So I would purposely stay there at midnight when everybody left. Like, no, I'm not leaving my mom here mm-hmm. because I don't know what the fuck y'all going to mm-hmm. do. And there were times where these little CNAs were fresh out of college, 22-year-olds, looking at me like, oh, yeah, we got your mama. And then I come there and I'm like, why is she sitting up this mm-hmm. way? My mother was in a coma. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because she's not awake doesn't mean that you don't adjust her a certain way or make sure that her room smells a certain way or do whatever. So it's a business. You know, you have to, like, also just know that everybody doesn't um, take this job so seriously or the way that you may expect. Mm-hmm. So again, like when we were saying just being overlooked, nurses are overlooked and doctors are overlooked. 
And that was something that I learned because it was a point where they called me one day telling me that my mama fell out of the bed. Mm. And I was like, how what? The fuck did that happen? And I called, yeah, right. I'm like, how did you say, we just letting you know. So I'm like, okay, was she injured? What's going on? Then when I get to my mom, she like, they pushed oh. me. She was on drugs, but so, not drugs, drugs. I'm saying, you know, like mm-hmm. morphine and all that type of shit. So I'm like, Ma, they did not push you out to bed. But my point is, where you have certain nurses around you and stuff, like some of these um, nurses, they don't have the time to be the counselor. But I watched some of them be patient with my mom and knowing that she was not in her right state of mind. And just saying, like, oh, it's okay, Miss Scott, you're gonna be all right. Some nurses don't have time for that. They'll wipe you up, clean you up, and leave. That's right. it. You know what I mean? So there are a lot of, like Todd said, so many different entities and um industries where people are, are not uh they're being overlooked. The waitresses mm-hmm. don't be mad at her because the cook fucked your burger up. She was so apologetic, she did whatever you she could to accommodate it. Sometimes that came out of her shit. Where she was trying to make you, you know, feel okay just to still get a tip. The bartender, yep. the barber, the hairdresser, yep. the Uber driver, flight the flight attendant, and the teachers. Mm-hmm. I commend the teachers right now. Shout out to all yes. of y'all that's going through this now, you know, dealing with these kids, um, whether it's digitally, virtually, um, or in person. We don't know what the fuck Trump is trying to do right now. But, you know, these are um, people who are overlooked, I feel like, from society and within their job. You know, they're not deserved, or they're not getting what they do deserve. You know what I mean? So, I hope we shed light on that. Yeah, I do. And it kind of... I feel like we went in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to bring it back a little bit. But I just wanted to shout out all these, you know, because like you t- said, Taj, like, we're not saying just corporate or office or cubicle or all that. Like, you could be... I've. And I, I I do I love this platform and I love that um, I can express this stuff because there's literally probably no job you can name that I haven't done <laughs> um, besides work in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And that was just because, again, I was a patient and I just hospitals freak me the fuck Same. out or and funerals. Oh, I'll never yeah, work at a funeral. That either, you know. No, I might take the garbage out if times are that hard, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been a janitor. I done did the dealerships. I've been in uh, retail places. I've been in the call centers. I've been in everything. I even sold clothes, uh, pet clothes to all these bougie ass celebrities that will come in buying $300 fur coats for their dogs, believe it or not. I ain't even gonna go into all that. My point is that I'm speaking from a relatable place. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I ain't making I mean, shit up. Somebody needs to hear that. And I mean, I I just wanted to acknowledge these other industries because I'm, you know, I'm not sure what occupation all of our listeners have, but I just want them to, you know, mm. be able to hear certain things that relate to them as well. So yes, absolutely, that's why I wanted yeah. to bring that up. But I know you wanted to discuss your topic, um, so. I'm going to let you. Yeah. I wanted to go into um, another topic. It kind of leads into it because. Involvement. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, I was about to get scared because I put it on (laughs) do not disturb. But why do I still get stuff coming through? All right. That's off record. You're going to have to put me on, Taj. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> the topic is work ethics and that's just how you work ethically at work what you expect as an employee from your employer and even vice versa 
Um, and again, just dealing with these different positions, I wanted to bring this um, particular topic up in the sense of uh, how can I break this down? Like, be aware before I get into the other stuff. Be aware of other people around you, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm big on this. I, I've mm-hmm. I, I've learned to make other people's jobs easier. You can't do everything. But again, I explained to y'all, I gave a list and I, there's plenty more actually of other positions I've had. So I guess to other people, but it's not who, when you leave your office, when you leave your work, who's up after you? When you are walking through the streets and you just throwing shit out, who is when you are uh, going into McDonald's and I get it, you know, we grab a couple of extra napkins to put in our glove department in the car. Cool. But if you take too much, that's a business owner. They had to pay for that shit. Damn, when, I, what I'm saying I'd is be, be conscious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying I know I do, but I'm saying be conscious of just like we're all working. Yeah. So be conscious of just the stuff around you and especially with this COVID stuff we've been um, even though they've been lying sometimes but there are deep cleanings <laughs> in our workplace so when a when a person is coming around me because I did do that too I was a janitor fucking hotel so I understand like okay I know I got to clean the toilet but you had this shit all over the place mm. and you couldn't flush or mm. you couldn't do this you know what I'm saying make it easier for other people I'm also a smoker I had to get in the habit like five years ago of just, okay, you already fucking up the environment. So <laughs> why throw your cigarette butts? Like at least just throw that in the trash. Cause somebody has to pick this up. You know what I mean? Like it's, you can't save everything, but you can help other people. So again, um, the topics that I wanted to go into was just work ethics. That's just a little part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, when it comes to ethics, it's how do we work in harmony we can't please everybody, mm-hmm. but while we're here at work, what can we do to make it a little easier um, and make it like I, I, I just more comfortable? So I had some good things that you could do and some bad things that might happen where some people may not realize. So I'll go into one example. Um, I had a coworker where we where we did reservations. So we were in a small office. It was only him me and maybe one other person but one day like and we're just on the phones we take reservations for this um restaurant Mm -hmm. but then he decided to start clipping his nails and i just thought that was so nasty of course you didn't have your feet up on the desk but just because they can't see you uh my g i could see wait clipping your toenails no he wasn't i I use as an example like it wasn't that bad but i don't want to see you clipping your nails either Mm -hmm. It was almost like, okay, I'm just about to get this nose hair out real quick. Like, no, you you should have did that at home. Right. <laughs> like, why are you here doing that? So um, that was a bad example to me. Another one we mentioned before was just playing obnoxious, loud music. I don't care if you're in the lunchroom or in transition. Like, you shouldn't just be playing music. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one coworker where she, she would pop her gum so fucking loud mm-hmm. for, like, two hours. <laughs> Sis, please. Like, what are you doing? Like, if we shopping... See, that's the thing. I could deal with that. When you were, I'm out in public, 
that's just you. You come across so many different people. Like, as long as you ain't disturbing me where I'm, you're causing harm to me, that's fine. But in the workplace, I think it's just such a different thing. And that comes, again, to work ethic. Um, what is it? Again, like, hygiene with... I noticed one person... I'm not going to say I was about to get into race. Ah. Or culture. <laughs> but some of us don't take hygiene as seriously as the others. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that somebody must have said something to him because bro wasn't as musty mm. as he was before. But I think these things are just still a part of work ethic. And one more thing, because I'm going to ask you what you, you, you thinking. But I, um, even more of on a professional level, I think work ethic is how you approach different situations, whether you have an issue with a coworker or a manager. Sis, you're not on the block. So you ain't coming to nobody talking about, so why the fuck? And why? <laughs> no, you pull this person aside and you say, hey, I feel like there's tension. <laughs> right. There's an issue. Let's address this. Or is, and, or is there an issue? Right. Because I was quick to do that. Like, um, is there a problem? <laughs> Versus, bitch, I'll put you... You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, that's work ethic. Like, there's, there's, and a part of maturity, but mm. am I making sense? No, you are. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna stop. I ain't, I ain't gonna go too far. How, how you feel about that? Um, I completely agree. I mean, just to piggyback off of what you said, there was only one thing that I noticed that I do differently now because I did work in retail. Like, you know, when I go into a store, like, if I take something that's folded, I'll try to fold it back down. Or, you know, oh, that's grab anything yep. off, a, off a hanger, you know, I put it back. That You know, I'm in the fitting room. They be like, oh, we can take I'm like, no, nah, I can put it back. Like, it doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. I know exactly where I got it from. I can put it right back. But, you know, some people are just nasty. They lazy. They just want everything done for them. And honestly, to me, that's making the other person's job hard, especially right. working in that industry. It's just like, I'm not going to be that because I used to be there. You know what I'm saying? I know mm. how hard it was. Exactly. So, it's relatable. Exactly. So I just think that, you know, you definitely mentioned some good points. And it's just like, you know, we as people, we need to start helping each other out and not making someone else's life or someone else's job a little bit harder than others. You know, if we all come in there and do what we got to do, it shouldn't be yes, that hard. Size. Shit, be that. Oh, I'm glad you caught it. You was quiet. I thought you was like, okay, what no, is he I was talking about? No, I was listening. No, I was listening. I be when you be talking, I be listening. You know, I don't be trying to just chime chime in unless I try to be like, okay, yeah, he did say that. I'm gonna remember, you know, when he done, I'm gonna try to get in and say you know <laughs> yeah. what I had to say. But no, like I, I completely agree. Like, I just feel like, you know, I don't know if this this day and age that we living in, if you know, worth ethics are as strong. Mm -hmm. Like as they used to be, I don't, I don't know. I just don't really see all those things happen. I feel like people are lazy; they don't care. You know, America, we've got this type of thing that we do where it's just like, oh, that's not my job. Yes, yeah, so oh, that's yeah. infamous. So, that's I, and going back to with race, what I mentioned earlier, and I, I'm telling you, if if I have some of our white listeners listening in, I'm not speaking from a racist place. I'm not saying that you all are the same. But what I'm saying to black people, don't take that idea that America is trying to teach you that in our Constitution, we have the right and this is your job. And no, what happened to the love and the understanding and just compassion? Like, I'm not I, I refuse to be that person to just say, 
Well, yeah, that's that's what you get paid for is to pick up the trash. So yeah, I can spit my gum here and I can mm-hmm. throw my trash there. Like what? Mm-mm. I don't. I don't ever want to be that person. Right. Just make that person's job even harder. If you put the trash where it's supposed to go, guess what? That saves that person time. Yes. They ain't got to do all of this other stuff. They literally could pick up that trash that's in a tra- in a trash can, throw it where it needs to be, and guess what? They could probably read a book for the rest of their day, or for fifteen minutes, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do something else that they have to get done because they don't have to spend their entire shift cleaning up after grown ass people. Just keep in mind they make half of what you make. Okay. (laughs) And so adding to that too, what I wanted to mention was um, not that you do this for you do good things to have good things come back to you, but karma is some real shit. So Mm -hmm. I've learned that me being um, not just nice, but just being understanding and acknowledging other people for what they do, like for what mm-hmm. I do, like people have to take, like I'll process something and there's another person that has to take that stuff to another place. So I've noticed, and, and not just the job I'm at now, but even before, when you do other things for other coworkers, when you ask them something, they'd be like, oh, absolutely, no problem. Like mm-hmm. to the point, I literally have other coworkers that are not under me, but again, they are our support system to my department. They like, and I had one tell me, like, Angelo, bro, like, you ask me anything, like, you good, like, I got you, and yes. that makes my job easier. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's just help each other. We don't want to be exactly. in this bitch. <laughs> exactly. So, how do we create this harmony? How do we work together and you know, make the day go smooth, make it go, you know, through quick? I, I ask people, how you doing? You know, I don't go in. I don't want to know about your nieces and nephews. I might ask about your kids. Got it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just being compassionate. And I think people pick up on, okay, he's cool. And then I know other people that you don't fuck with because they're so rude to you. So, yeah, no, you're not going to get what you expect when you expect it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's a give and take. Yeah, I agree. But... Hopefully those things stuck in because I mean I'm not gonna say I'm per I'm not perfect. I've definitely been that person that'll go to a fast food restaurant and take hella napkins, or you know I've littered, <laughs> no, I've littered before. Like you don't even eat ketchup, yeah. but you took five packets. Yeah. For it. I mean, well, I do like ketchup, but um, but <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah. it's not you. I'm just saying it's some people that yeah. just be taking it like, oh, it's free. Yeah, I mean, I have been that person, so I mean, definitely, I'm 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 gonna take these um things that you listed. And I'm really going to try to do better with those because you are right. It's no need for us to have to make other people's jobs harder. So, I don't know. But do you have anything else? Do you have anything else on your list? No, I was about to say, like, we it's time to get right into our inspirational um, segment that we leave y'all with mm-hmm. at the end of our episodes and leave y'all with for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll go first because I feel like D'Angelo always has better quotes. And I feel like his. Oh my God, stop saying that. Because <laughs> like, we be rocking like with his it. more deep than mine. But no, I mean, mine's is very generic. And I feel like we've heard this all mm. the time. But, you know, I'm going to say it one more time because I feel like through the toughest times, you know, it's easy for the people to be like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be, you're going to get through it. It's going to be better. But no, like, honestly, this quote, honestly, I whenever I get in the toughest times or like going through the most and I don't ever see like the light out of it, I always try to remember like 
God wouldn't put you in certain situations if he didn't think you can handle it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Say that. And I just yep. feel like out of all of every situation that I've been in in my life, and it's been super hard, and I'm sure other people, you've gotten through it. You've gotten through it. Life has gotten better. Yeah. You figured out a way to, you know, come out on top of it. So just mm. remember that God is not going to give you or put you in any situation that you're not going to be able to handle. And that's a fact. Oh, that is facts. Mm-hmm. It's not. And again, whatever you even believe in, just to go off of what you were mm-hmm. saying, like, it's just you're you're powerful. Yeah. We're, we're more powerful than we think yeah. that we are. And we're more capable of what we think we are. And, and if you don't think you are, find somebody who is. And I'm sure you'll get... Um, some wisdom and some strength from them mm-hmm. as well. Um, uh, mine is uh, damn Taj, you be trying to like set me up what? or not set me up, but I don't want everybody to think that I be trying to be all like profound and like all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, this time, I really don't have a quote. It's kind of um, close to what we mentioned earlier and making jobs easier. But mine is just being um, nice and just doing kind things for your fellow human, (laughs) whether it's a family member or not, a coworker or not, or somebody you just encounter in the streets. Um, Coming from Detroit, you know, like, we don't trust nobody. Mm -hmm. So when a motherfucker be like, I need help, I need help, we'd be like six feet away. Like, what you need? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because niggas will rob you and use that to you know, get a get ahead well, or whatever. At least I do that, cause from where I'm from, you don't even you keep you keep walking. <laughs> oh well, no, they 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 do that. Yeah. I'm saying, well, some of us, mm-hmm. <laughs> not all of Detroit, some of us mm-hmm. take that moment or whatever. But I just wanted to just share just um the idea of again not doing it to receive any type of blessing, right. but just to make the world a better place. It sounds so corny, no, but, but for it's real. Like, like I literally, I had an. Uh, it was funny as it was a couple of blind people, but it was a blind man on the train recently, and I saw him, and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm ready to just get to the store, grab my beer, and go home. But Lord, are you telling me to help this man? Because nobody was paying him no attention. So I go up to him, and I'm like, are you all right? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm glad you came. Like I'm just trying to get to the the bus, and I simply just walked him to the bus. I was like, well, grab my arm, you know. I don't know what this man can have. It's COVID, all this shit. But mm-hmm. I felt like the Holy Spirit told me, God told me, just guide him. He was appreciative. He was like, thank you. Um, and I made sure that he was like going to his right, like where he needed to go. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had other situations where they trying to talk you to death or ask you for an extra five. I don't got a five, but I can give you a dollar, whatever. What I'm saying is, overall, don't be afraid to be nice. Don't be afraid to share what you have. You may have a gift. You may have a quarter. You may have a sandwich. You may open a door for a whole family that needs to get through this, like where they got a stroller and three kids and all this, or uh, Linda, like, wave at the child to keep this mom a little more calm because she's sitting here with three kids, like, don't just like it's okay to um engage yeah with people and 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 whether you're in transit or it's at your job or whatever you you never know how people um appreciate Mm -hmm. certain things and 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 what it does for them and i i learned that at a who instilled that in me 
about volunteering and being around people and just doing little things. And I didn't know how important it was. So I created uh, somewhat of a habit of doing it where I don't even think about it. Um, again, like uh, another quick thing, I'm going to end it with this. Two days ago, I had an extra $5. And I was like, yo, this is not for me, Lord. I already feel it. Tell me who it's for. That was er- 6 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Later that day, 6 p.m., this dude is holding the door. And I'm like, is this for you or is this for the lady I just passed? And somebody gave him a few uh, uh, coins or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is for him. Gave him $5. I ain't going to tell y'all all my business, but I ain't have enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't have that much. Like, I, I, I'm not balling. You know what I mean? To just be dropping fives and tens or whatever. But again, I say that to say for whatever you believe in, whatever your faith is, um, um, listen to your intuition and don't be afraid to help somebody that's less fortunate. You may be a, be starving one day, but you know that you're going to eat in two days, but this person is asking you has been starving for a week. Yeah. So yeah. keep that in mind. You know, do something nice. Tell somebody like, hey, I remember you talking about your child. Uh, how Are they feeling better? Cool. Keep it moving. Yeah. That's it. But just that you acknowledge their child or remembered them, you know, mentioning that could be enough. So that's my little inspiration for the week. That was really nice of you. I, 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 I'm not going to say I don't know if I would have been able to do that, but that was really nice with the blonde guy. That was super, super nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I mean, not even thank you. Ugh, I feel weird <laughs> to say that, but yeah, that nah. Super, super, yeah, super it's nice. just inspiration, y'all. We all out here learning. Super, super. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Right. Um, did you have anything, Taj, else that you wanted to leave us with or add? Nope. I mean, I mean, as always, I just want you guys to um, go and hit us up. DM us on our IG from the plantation to the station or hit us in our, you know, individual um, Instagram pages. Or you can also email us at from the plantation to the station at gmail.com with any like, yes. topics that you guys yes. talk yes. about. You feel like you haven't missed or any of your experiences. I mean, everything is definitely confidential. We will not say your name or anything like that. Um, even if you want me to, I just don't like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's Tosh. Yeah, I don't like to mention names or anything like that, but that's it. So, I mean, thanks again, you guys, for tuning in. Uh, this thank week. you, thank you, thank again, you again. I mean, I learned a lot. Hopefully, you guys did too. And just like the Angelo said, get out there and just start being more nicer people, you know. Mm-hmm. Be more helpful. Amen. Be more helpful in the world. That's what we need. We need more helpful people. More angels. That's what we need. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we sending y'all positive vibes, prayers. Just a good work week, mm-hmm. y'all. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. So then, we'll holler at you. you. Peace. Peace.